On today's show, KB is back. Yes, he is back from across the pond, and he's going to be telling us all about his experiences in Ireland. And in honor of KB being back, on the final countdown, we're ranking our top three international characters. So join us on the Across the Pond edition of Free Your Geek. And welcome to the Free Your Geek podcast. I am your host, Jay Free. To my left, welcome back, KB. What's up, brother? How you doing? We're going to talk all about your experiences, but you're happy to be back. Uh, in this, I was on uh, hiatus for a while, but... Uh, we, we held down the fort. Uh, and again, to my far left, the Don. You know, Don, Don's been consistent. Don's great. Hey, Don really filled geek. in. I don't know if you've seen last week's show, but he was sitting in your chair being like, I could get used to sitting in. That, that was actually that was two weeks back. Uh, last. Oh, that's right. I'm last sorry. Week See, we I, had, don't, uh, I don't even know what's going on. We had the job. next generation of geek. That's right. On. Geek the next generation. Yeah. yeah. So we've had a couple of interesting weeks without you. But uh, you, we we mentioned uh, you know that you were across the pond, and I did a very bad British accent every single time. But you weren't even in. No. England. Where were you, KB? No, I was in Galway, Ireland. Galway, Ireland. Yes. And you were out there for work. We, yep. We're not going to say what we do, but you have yep. to, you had to go do something international. He's a hitman. He is. No, it's not. He kind of looks like one. <laughs> um, agent <coughs> 11. Uh, I don't know. Um, so you were out there for work. We're going to talk some cool sites. I know we you posted some stuff to the page yeah. on, on the Facebook page. Um, we have a band, a street band that you mm-hmm. saw. Um, we'll be playing them at the end of the show. So instead of doing our normal outro, we'll do the, do that band, um, a little snippet from one of their songs. But uh, yeah, just tell us about your experience real quick. Uh, beautiful place. Um, if you are, I'll put it this way, if you are in your uh, 20s, it's a great place to be. Two colleges nearby. Nice. So you have, you know, lots of lots of lots of people um, geeking out about things, you know, see people with Ninja Turtle shirts and, and, and the superhero stuff is there. Um they have a passion. Like we always talk about geeking out as being passionate about something. Their passion for music is is it's mind blowing. Like you walk down Key Street, which is where I where I was staying, and basically like probably every fifty yards or so, like there's another, you know, person playing something. Like if you go down the street, there's probably at least five or six people playing. And it's it's like a culture there. It's like the people you'll see other acts waiting for other acts to finish for a certain spot because of the acoustics pick right back up. yeah and pick right back up um so it's definitely quite the scene uh it, it it tends to get a little warmer out there sooner than it does here so temperatures i caught was like you know high high 40s low 50s kind of thing yeah uh so the you know the the musicians were kind of out in force um the the band uh, jay freeze uh, referring to is called the galway street band or the galway street group they basically Galway Street Club. Street Club. That's. Street I, I know more about it than than K- KB well, gave it to I, me earlier. I um, so I got I 
sat in a, a, a they basically like the whole street like stopped and these guys performed like they, they were incredible um and it's a group of musicians that you know they're from different bands and stuff but they get together and they do this and that's cool um the dude named spud kennedy is uh he was singing and he's just really good singer um it's more of a blues kind of thing but uh you know you see all kinds of instruments out there i seen the accordion i seen the banjo i seen the washboard I seen the didgeridoo from another yes, uh, the, the beatboxing didgeridoo guy. It was just crazy. That was awesome. Um, a lot of acoustic guitars, a lot of covers. Like you know, I heard a, a group of there was two girls and a guy, and, and the guys just playing guitar, and they're they're doing a Paramore's only exception. Like wow, like in the street. Or yeah. I heard Dark of the Moon. <laughs> like, That's nuts. You know, so uh, a lot of really talented people down there. Uh, so I definitely, definitely, um, if you ever get a chance to go go to. Ireland, Galway is like the place for the culture, man. Like it's it's out there. Um, as far as like comics and stuff, man, like they have game stores and comic book stores like here. Um, I think I posted some statues from yeah. GameStop Plus out there. Some really cool stuff. You know, I, I only post things that are different than what we'd see out here. Um, some small comic book stores, things like that. Uh, they have another thing where they <coughs> do like comics and like instead of buying like one comic, you buy like a book that has like three or four in it. Of different uh, like mystery packs. Um, no, no, no literally, like it's like one book. I posted the covers when I did yeah. the covers from Ireland. That's what it was like. From. Those are yeah, like those are like books where you know it'll be Harley Quinn, but like you know it'll be like one Harley Quinn, one Suicide Squad issue, one whatever other issue. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that. Um, so different ways of doing things, and it's interesting just to see those things and, and have fun. But uh, gorgeous city, food is fantastic. Um, the acoustics on that street—that's why the musicians play there. The acoustics um, is the big thing. But seriously, man, if you ever get a chance to go there, it's definitely and it is relatively cheap to go there. Wow. Um, I know TF Green, I just found out to that that um, Norwegian Airlines is gonna be flying from TF Green and their introductory fares are sixty five dollar tickets. Wow. You know that's like one way, but then yeah. like then it's like a hundred back or something like that. But still, like that's that ridiculous. That's, that's not bad at all, dude. Cheap. Um, it's the kind of kickoff that they're going to be at TF Green. Yeah, international um, flight. Yep, and, and the euro to the dollar isn't that bad. Like right now, it's 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 pretty close. So um, you know, this would be the time to go. Yeah. Like if you think about, it, in fact, I met another couple from Massachusetts, um, in an Italian restaurant I was at, and they, you know, they just oh, it was so cheap. We went spare of the moment. Yeah. You know, they're just like oh yeah, you know, it, it it was it was reasonable. So um. So yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, Passion. If you love music, it is a place to go. <laughs> it is absolutely the place to go. Um, but yeah, it was it was an awesome trip. So so there's a lot of a lot of different types of music. Uh, I'm assuming a lot of ska or a more was it more street band like a street it, cover it, type stuff. It's no, it's a lot of original stuff. A lot of people make original stuff. It's a lot of blues. It's a lot of guitar based. Um, but you see a lot of the traditional Irish music there. Um, people will say, oh, I want to go to Dublin, which is the other side of Ireland. That's yeah, the I've eastern side. Uh, you don't get the traditional sense like you do in Galway. Like, if you want to hear traditional Irish music and a traditional, um, you know, see the more traditional places and stuff like that, like, Galway is the place to be, definitely. That side, the 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 western side of the island. I could have said that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's an awesome trip, and uh, hopefully I get to go back there pretty soon. So you'll have to do, we'll have to do an on-live location while you're there. That would be Like a, a Facebook live yeah. video. So basically what I'm telling you now is you're going to probably have to change your data plan just so you can stream <laughs> from Galway because that would be awesome for you to actually do something to our page live. Yeah. I think it's something you should definitely that'd check really out and cool. look into, but that'd be fun. Interview some of these bands, groups. Uh, Sean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, we're going to try something a little bit different. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm watching some of the comments come in. Yeah. Uh, hi, Sean. Hi, buddy. How you doing? Um, hey Sean. So and and uh, 
Nate Green Lantern. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's already people like checking in. I love it. What's up? What's up? Um, we'll be looking at the uh, the comments from time to time. But we got a pretty interesting show. Um, in honor of KB being back after a two-week hiatus, uh, we are going to be doing, on the final countdown, our top three international characters. So this can be comic books, movies, video games, literature, te- television. Um, oh, yeah. Ooh, you know it. Making you know sure. It. Making sure. Yeah. So uh, we have a very... I have a feeling we're all going to go different realms. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, start, I was telling KB earlier today, uh, I had about four pages of notes just for my top three. I was afraid that, like... One of mine, which at first I was like, oh, it's my number one that I kind of bumped back to number three. I was like, I have a feeling maybe we'll all touch on this person. But then what you guys just said made me think, like, you know, you're saying we're going like to go different There's like almost no way. I think we're yeah, all going all different ways. I think ways we're going to go different routes. I don't know. But I just want to point out, KB brought in uh, some very international pop figures. I think that's awesome. We have uh, looking, I'm trying to figure out how, uh, left to right over there, you have Magneto. Yep. Professor Xavier. Yep. Uh, Ms. Marvel. Kabbalah Khan, Yep. Mystique, yep. Storm, and Colossus. and Colossus. So, all from different areas of the uh, the world, and all part of the well, with with the exception of Miss Marvel, all part of the uh, X Men universe, which is yeah. kind of cool. So, what else do we have on top? There's two little bags there. I'm okay. I didn't see the bags. I'm very excited that we're doing this. This is um, this is our big March madness. Pr- okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you're, you're waving for freedom. Okay, cool. Appreciate it. Yeah, this is our uh, Don. Please continue. Okay, so um, <coughs> in honor of March Madness, we're bringing you the Geek March Madness. Um, on the internet, you'll see a lot of oh, what team would win, whether it be like, you know, like DC battles or DC versus Marvel battles. Well, we've come up with a little um, bracket setup of our own where we're going to be teaming one DC character up with one Marvel character, and we're basically putting them... I can't call it a battle royale. We can call it what a bracket it's, it's system. A, it's a tournament. It's going to be a tournament. A tournament yeah. yeah. So basically, what's going to happen is we're going to make teams, one Marvel character, one DC character, and then pit them against another Marvel and DC team. So it'll be a really cool dynamic between the two characters. Whether maybe we'll have a hero and villain on one against two villains, and you know we'll we'll, we'll leave that up to the viewers to to vote on our uh, on our website or through the comments. We'll go through all that. We'll drop a bracket for next week. Nice. Um, we're gonna make teams, and then I'll I'll put them in like a seed, and and we'll go there, and we'll we'll print out a nice little uh, image, and I'll I'll put that up on screen, and we'll be able to uh, have the viewers and, and the listeners. Uh, vote on each team they want to see advance, you know, team against team. And then so every awesome. week we'll do that. So it was a, I think it's a cool idea to mix DC and Marvel characters together. Um, so what I did was we, we came up with some, uh, basically just some general heroes and villains from each side. And we put their names. I was going to put them in a hat, but it just gets kind of too messy. The yeah, bags no, are cool. The, the bags so one, one of these two co-hosts are going to pick a DC character every round, and then one's going to pick Marvel. And I'll be writing down those teams, and then we'll put them in a in a bracket tournament. And next week we'll start that up. Oh, so awesome! And then so <laughs> let's. Uh, do you want to get started? Who wants I'll, Marvel? I'll take the Marvel. KB man. already. I'm the Marvel man. Okay, so just arbitrarily, uh, let's start with you, KB. Team. This is just going to be called Team Number One. All right. Let's see who we got. Let's see who's first on the list. Our first. We should team. have a drum roll here, but Captain America. Captain Ooh. America. And who is Captain America going to be teaming up with? What a good way to start this off. Good old Cap. USA. Woo. On our international show. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, because you gotta start you gotta start in the homeland yeah. and then move your way out. 
Let's see who we will who be we pairing the mighty Captain America up with. Whew. Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern. So Captain America and Hal Jordan. Oh, boy. I, I can see red, white, blue, and green. green. <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. See, right. Let's see. Now, we don't, now, this next team is not necessarily who they're going to face. No, nope. no, no. So this is, we'll, we'll, we'll figure we'll out. We'll put out the, the brackets. Uh, yeah, we'll put out the brackets a little bit later this week. But let's go into team number two, starting from the Marvel side. Juggernaut. Ooh, powerhouse. The Juggernaut. Okay, Juggernaut is going to be paired with Sinestro. Ooh. That's that's an <laughs> interesting <laughs> combination. Okay, so first oh two boy. teams, Captain America and Green Lantern. If they just so <laughs> happen to fight Juggernaut and Sinestro, what? I think that'd be kind of cool. But we'll see, we'll see where the teams lie. Yeah. All right. Team number three. Team number three. We have Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. So Doctor Doom can, ha- you know, he's a spellcaster. He's pretty smart. Who's he going to be teaming he's up with? God. Ooh, let's see. Or was a god? Doctor Doom pairing with Shazam. <laughs> so basically, Ooh. two two uh, two gods, if you will. Yes, <laughs> this is getting interesting. Basically. <laughs> I wish I had action figures to play yeah, with right, right now. Well, <laughs> we're, what I'm going to try to do is, as we, as this dwindles down, we were thinking that we were, we weren't sure if we were going to do team by team weekly, or we're going to just do round by round. So round four, round three, round two, and then the final round. Yeah. Um, as we get closer and we start kind of dwindling down, I'm going to start putting together some graphics and pages and stuff that we can actually yes. put up and, and, and do some stuff with. But uh, let's go on to team number four. Team number four. Let's see. Who do we have here? The Wolverine. Now this is this Logan. is going to be the Logan version. It's Logan. We had to specify. Wolverine, who everybody thinks. Now, I just want to put this out there. I don't know. Do you pick? This is this is not chosen. We haven't opened it up yet. But Wolverine, we can safely assume is probably the most favorited Marvel character, the most badass. Yeah. We have we still have Batman in the list. <laughs> Could it be? So let's let's see who we got here. Wolverine, who's Wolverine going to be teaming up with? Wolverine's with Cyborg. Okay, so that's that's actually a cool pairing because you got Wolverine, who's you know very ferocious, very mm-hmm. vicious, versus somebody who's a little bit more techy and and yeah. So that could be a very formidable team. Personality wise, it's kind of interesting too. Yeah, and we'll, we'll t- be talking all about that and matchup to matchup starting next week. So. All right. Oh, man. Next team. What are we up to? Five? We're at n- team number five. Team number five. Who do we have? We have Spider-Man, Spider-Man. And does whatever is, a spider can. This is Peter Parker. Peter Parker, Spider-Man, yep. right? Spider-Man. Uh, Mr. Jokester, who he... Uh, what if he was with the Joker? Could it be... Could it be Spider-Man will be pairing up with the gorgeous Wonder Woman? Mm. I could see that team going pretty far too. So that's and our first female in the team. We have a couple other females coming through. So that's uh, six. We're on to team number six. six. Okay. So from the Marvel side, KB. Marvel side. Who do we we have? have? The Green Goblin. The Norman Osborn. Mm-hmm. Norman Osborn, Green Goblin. It's crazy. We got Spider-Man and Green Goblin like back-to-back. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got Green Lantern and Sinestro back-to-back. And we did. Yeah. That was another good one. So, and so Green Goblin's partner. Oh, 
Oh. Uh oh. Uh, Lex Luthor. That wow. is wow. That is apropos. If you cannot put together a more sinister team, that is nuts. So you put two, you know, businessmen, millionaires, billionaires, whatever you want to call them, yeah. or whatever their net worth what is. What could those two minds do together? That'd be crazy. Yeah. And um, I think we got to throw it out there that when we were discussing Lex Luthor, he was actually cyber suit. He's going to have his yep. power suit. Imagine yeah. if he built something like that for Green Goblin. Ooh. Enhanced with the goblin strength and the yes. pumpkin bombs. What if he made the pump- pumpkin bombs deadlier? Oh. A better glider. Oh, think yeah. about some of the stuff the glider they could build. Oh, man. Insane. All right. Team number seven. Okay. Here we go. Marvel side. Mr. Fantastic. It's my boy. Yeah, it's, it's Don Don's boy. That was three, three geniuses in a row. <laughs> yes. That's true. Who do we have going with Mr. Fantastic? Could we have another great mind? Let's see. Ooh, interesting. Deathstroke with Mr. Fantastic. Oh, man. So imagine Mr. Fantastic formulating a plan and Deathstroke carrying that out. Executing it. Imagine the the technology that he could, you know, put at Deathstroke's disposal. Right. Whew. Deathstroke, you know, uh, again, his using, you know, the the old adage, humans only use 10% of their brain, and Deathstroke's, you know, been enhanced and uses, you know, his full capacity of his brain. Imagine, like you said, what if there's a, some type of nullifier or, yeah. or negative zone gun or, <laughs> or something like that, and that's in Deathstroke's hands. Imagine oh, that possibility. Man. Here we go, Marvel. What are we up to? Team number eight? Team number eight from the Marvel side. The Phoenix. Oh. The Gene Gray Phoenix. Gene Gray Phoenix. Gene Gray Phoenix to me is like an instant game over. Well, <laughs> she it's is. true. But imagine Phoenix against somebody like Doctor Doom. Ah. Or or somebody like a Shazam or a Green Lantern. I'd like that. Green Lantern deals with a lot of, you know, extraterrestrial and, and alien life. But you know, yes. imagine what if in some realm he's dealt with the Shi'ar and he has Dealings with the Phoenix Force. You don't know. Wow. Nice. See, this is, nice is going to be the discussion right that there. is going to lead to. I like that. You know, I would love to open this up and to say Superman. Let's see. Ooh, Solomon Grundy pairing up with the Phoenix. That's odd pairing. <laughs> <laughs> it's very odd. It's like Phoenix. But uh, when you think Solomon of it, Grundy. Solomon Grundy can't die. Can't die, the yeah. The Phoenix keeps rising from the ashes. It's like it's almost like Team Undead. Yeah. Yeah. So that that'll be that'll be an interesting thing. Let's and be curious to see who they who they number nine. Let's see who do we have. We have on the Marvel side, Iron Man, Tony Stark, the Tony Stark version, Iron Man. Again, another tech guy. Imagine him and Lex Luthor going one on one with their power suits. Yeah. But who who from the DC side? Could complement Tony Stark in such an incredible way. Or be similar. Again, Batman's still in there. What about two billionaires mm-hmm. who use their tech? Yep. Team them up with the Flash. Wow. <laughs> what would be their team name? Iron Flash? Iron Flash. <laughs> Wouldn't be Flashman. KB, <laughs> if you were Flashman, we, we would uh, not have you on the show. I was going to try to think of something funnier, but no. We just, we just wouldn't have you. Uh, That's a very cool team. Uh, team we have to 10. Yeah, team number 10, man. Mystique. Oh, I love Mystique. Raven Darkholm. Yeah. She can take the appearance her. of anyone. So imagine her on a team where she can kind of be a little bit more uh, subterfuge. Yeah. Hmm. Who we pairing Mystique with? 
Cersei. 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 So she's a uh, Wonder Woman's main baddie. Um, Is that the, the cheetah looking? Nope. Girl? That that's cheetah. She's this one's more of a, a um, sorceress. Ooh, so we're gonna have we're gonna have somebody that can change shapes and somebody that uh, can can alter yeah yeah do some can stuff. alter their appearance wow that Cersei pretty yeah good. I, feel, I feel bad you given given Don where he's more of a Marvel guy I'm, him I'm hands DC down stuff. a complete Marvel guy but you know what I gotta say that's our first all female team that's yep. correct correct girl all power right. Marvel time we're getting we're getting there we're getting Ooh. there this is one this is one you always want to know who's who's gonna be paired up with Thor oh God. Thor. Thor, yes. the powerhouse, yeah. as guardian. Yes. Oh man! Is this is this a game changer, <laughs> Superman? It, no, this is definitely not a game changer. <laughs> Thor teams up with the Joker. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what? I don't see. See, I don't see them. I think they kill each other. I know. <laughs> That'd be kind of interesting. That'd be kind of interesting. All right. Oh come on, Thor! This could be a good time. <laughs> Imagine if Joker could pick up the hammer. <laughs> uh, oh, man. All right. Team 12. Team 12. Venom. Venom. The Eddie Brock version yes. of Venom. Not the Topher Grace. Not the Topher Grace. We talked about that. Uh, was oh, it last week we talked about was. that? Not the Topher Grace no, version. The comic no. book version. No Eric Foreman. Oh, man. Venom is teaming. Oh, man. Why couldn't I have picked this one last time? Venom and Superman. Okay, now. Super symbiote. <laughs> what if the symbiote has knowledge of Krypton? Being an otherworldly space yeah. being. Could Alien be. race, you know? Or maybe, what if the symbiote got onto Superman? That's what I mean. That would be crazy. Super symbiote. So we have four left. Four left. Team number 13. Who are some of the big ones that haven't come out? Batman. Batman. Hulk. Did we put Hulk in there? Yeah, I believe Hulk is in there. Yeah. Be a nice old team. Bat Hulk. So Marvel. Bat Hulk. Watch. It's going to be rigged right now. Captain Marvel. Carol Danvers. Captain Marvel. Teaming up from the DC side with... Womp womp. Aquaman. Aquaman. So, <laughs> space, space and sea is covered. Space and sea, mate. Yeah. Aquaman gets a bad rap, man. Like I, I like Aquaman. He's very powerful. He's yeah. awesome. No, he doesn't. He deserves it. So, <laughs> for those of you who are just joining in, we just want to let you guys know um, we're doing a, a March Madness with Marvel and DC characters pairing up. We're breaking them down into a bracket. So, if you're tuning in right now, what we're actually doing is we're making these incredible teams. Just figured I'd let you guys know. And we'll read the teams back when we're yeah. done. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll recap it. But yeah, essentially, yeah, what we're doing is we're, we're going to be pitting... A team of Marvel and DC versus a team of Marvel and DC. So, you know, single elimination 16 team tournament. So, yes. Uh, speaking All right. of teams around team number 14. 14. Let's see. Do, 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 do. The Hulk. Okay, Bruce so Banner, not Amadeus Chow. <laughs> yeah, for those that, that, those that don't read comics, uh, there's a new Hulk. We're not using him. We're using the, the old known Bruce Banner Bruce version Banner. of the Hulk. But who... From the DC side, with a Hulk be teaming up with? Did, did we? Did Batman. We <laughs> it's Batman. <laughs> we, oh my god! By the way, that's the first team we've called. Right, and both have the first name of Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> team B Bruce. squared. <laughs> team Bruce. Save Martha. 
Oh, that that'd be an interesting <laughs> team. Imagine Batman having to control the Hulk. Hulk, I know. With his rage. Oh, that that'd be kind of interesting. Fifteen. Let's do it. Marvel Getting side. Getting down to the nitty gritty. Storm. Storm. Oh, I love Storm. She's amazing. One of the greatest X Men of all time. One of the most powerful X Men. Controlling the weather versus. Or teaming up with teaming rather. Teaming up. Oh, wait a minute. No, that's it's Jubilee. Sorry. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Dazzler? <laughs> we know we know Jay Free has a thing for Dazzler. Dazzler is awesome, but we're not gonna know it. It, it is Storm. <laughs> and Storm will be teaming up with the sadistic Bane. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Now are we doing like Luchador Bane or are we doing Oh we're like doing we're doing Luchador Bane. We're doing uh, comic version. We're doing Santa Santa Prisca Bane. <laughs> All right, and our last, last team. team. And then we'll recap it, and then we'll get into the final countdown. Who do we got? We have Magneto. Kind of an anti-hero at this point. Mm-hmm. So as far as team anti-heroes go, we're bringing in Lobo. Wow. Lobo and Magneto together. <sighs> That's Savage. Quite a combination. So Lobo is like the DC version of Wolverine yeah. for the most part, without the unbreakable skeleton, but he basically can't die. Yep. Yeah. He's a bounty hunter. Went to heaven, got kicked out. Went to hell, <laughs> got kicked <laughs> out. Yeah. How would they? How would they get along though? That's gonna. Be, that could affect the team too. It could. So let's let's just recap it real quick. So our sixteen team single elimination tournament, in no particular order. This is not going to be the bracket, but we have Captain America teaming with Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern. Juggernaut teaming with Sinestro, Doctor Doom and Shazam, Wolverine and Cyborg, Wonder Woman and Spider Man, and then this is Kismet, the Green Goblin teaming with Lex Luthor. That's just, I think that's like one of the most appealing ones. Yes, uh, and Mister Fantastic and Des- Deathstroke, Phoenix, Jean Grey with yeah. uh, Solomon Grundy. We have Iron Flash, Iron Man, and the Flash. <laughs> the Barry Allen version and the yes, Tony Stark version. Yes. Uh, Mystique and Cersei teaming up. Team Enchantress. Thor and the Joker, which would be incredible. <laughs> Venom and Superman. Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, and Aquaman. Bruce Banner, Hulk. Bruce Wayne, Batman. Storm and Bane. And our final team, Magneto and Lobo. So we're going to draw up a little uh, tournament. We're going to then mix these up and randomly place, randomly seed them. And then awesome. starting next week, we'll, you'll be able to devote on your favorite teams and which one should get through to the next round. So, uh, yeah, join us next week. Make those comments. You know, start If you want to start commenting now, feel free. Um, but we, we don't have any matchups yet, so don't. I, no. I wouldn't suggest doing that. But let's check that out. Um, I want to talk about a comment that popped up before we head into the final countdown. It's my buddy Andrew's comment. Yeah, yeah, because he he reached out to us and I responded to him um, yeah. on our page. He wants to know if we're going to be doing a prison break uh, each uh, each week when it comes out. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do it each week. I, uh, are you familiar with? Uh, oh, I'm prison definitely. Break? So fan maybe of. prior to it coming back, maybe we'll do like a uh, what I like to call the next episode. Yeah, and you can talk about like just give a synopsis of what's happened because I'm catching up with it now, so I didn't see it when it first aired. So, yeah. but I'm a big fan of uh, both Dominic Purcell and uh, Miller. Thank you. They're and both on your show. Yeah, they're both on on the Flash and Legends of Tomorrow. So, 
Uh, big fans of those guys. So, yeah, I decided to check out Prison Break because I didn't catch it when it first aired. I'm kind of trying to binge watch it now, but now with Iron Fist coming out in a couple yeah. of weeks, I don't know. Oh, my God, that is. That's March 17th. Yeah. yeah. So oh, I think we will do definitely do like at least a portion on an episode before it airs. I don't know when it's coming back, but uh, it looks like it uh, comes back in April, he mentioned. So, yeah, I think it'll be yeah. in April. So even if we just do a, a next episode, we can, uh, we can jump in there and uh, talk a little Prison Break. Yeah. So... Very cool, very cool. So now we're going to go into our final segment. We have about, uh, let me just take a quick look. We have about 28 minutes left. Team Iron Flash. <laughs> Team Iron Flash. So let's let's get into our favorite segment. And in honor of KB being back, <coughs> it's called The Final Countdown. It's The This is the final countdown, and on the final countdown today, KB, what are we doing? We are doing international characters, basically. International heroes, villains. top three favorite international characters. Yep. So let's get right into it. Um, Now, Don, I know last week you enjoyed being kind of in the middle, but I think we're going to, if it's okay with you, we're going to start with you and work our way this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'll jump back in the... Starting at number three. So, starting at number three, if there is one person that comes to mind uh, as far as an international icon, in my eyes, there can only be one name, but he was so cookie cutter that I could not make him my number one. (coughs) My international number three, he likes his drinks shaken, not stirred. His name is Bond, James Bond. Um, I mean, let's see, growing up, seeing, for me, um, I mean, I've seen a few um, Sean Connery movies, like, as a younger me. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I really jumped in it was Pierce Brosnan. You know, now it's Daniel Craig. Love him. Like, I watch those movies, and I'm like, I could do that. Which I really could never, ever do that. But, like, I always... There's something about James Bond. He always gets the girl. He always saves the day. He gets thrown into these, like, situations where, like, he's going to lose or die or not complete the mission. And he figures a way out. He makes MacGyver look like a puppy. And I'm a big fan of MacGyver. Total sidetrack right there. But um, when you think of James Bond, it's that expression, like, women want to be with him. And men want to be him. James Bond like is just accent. like, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Bond stuff. Like, I, I love, okay, obviously this is for you geek with geeks. I love his tech. Like, <laughs> this is funny. You guys remember Get Smart, the shoe yeah. phone and yep. all stuff? <laughs> Maxwell Smart and Agent Maxwell yeah, Smart, I'm yes. I'm with you, I'm with you. James Bond is like the serious version of all that, you know? like Or, or Maxwell Smart's the comedic version like of a James, James Bond. Bond. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the buffoon version, and James Bond's just like the, the slick. He is. He is. Um, I don't know, like, T. Dalton, man. He's a beast. Yeah. Um, now, what about the classic Connery Bond? You ever really watch those, or you know, Money Penny was crazy. James, you know. Oh, oh actually, I almost said. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's all good. It's all um, good. No, Conner- Connery was a beast. You know, I think um, he really like boomed as a character. I actually 
like him. Daniel Craig's my favorite because of what they what the movies look like. Um, it's more modern. Yeah, it's very much more modern. Um, Pierce Brosnan's kind of the eh. the Bond girls in all the Pierce Brosnan movies mm-hmm. like really made him. The situations were cool, right. but he just to me wasn't. He wasn't like Bond enough. I think they just like cast like, oh, Pierce Brosnan. Oh, you're British, so we're gonna we're you're gonna, gonna make you James Bond. Yeah, you're gonna be James. More Bond. of a ladies' man than yeah. an action star. Yeah, where where the other guys and, the other and, way. Yeah, and yeah. even Sean Connery had like the complete personality yeah. of it. You know. Yeah. Like, honestly, like Pierce Brosnan. Well, he, he was, was too just, much of a ladies' man. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's number three for me. Is uh, is James Bond. You'll, you'll be hearing a, a James Bond again, but not nothing. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Oh, boy. I know you guys are going all into TV and stuff. Probably I figure that's where you, you guys are going, so I'm sticking in the comic book world. Uh, no, two of mine are actually from comic books. Really? Okay, <laughs> cool. So um, my number three is Nightcrawler. Nice. Like, Nightcrawler to me, um, born in Ger- Germany. Um, just when I think of his character, every way he's been portrayed, the accent, the design, his backstory, running with gypsies, um, in his actually being the child of Mystique, which we don't see like in the movies nowadays, that, that story, because it wouldn't make any sense. But um, it's just, he's always just such this, this character that, um, also the religious aspect of him, his yes. very traditional, very, um, when I think of him, I, th- I almost want to think European Middle Ages. You know yeah. what I mean? You're, that, kind of, that kind of vibe. Um, and he's just always been one of my favorite characters. He's, I've, I've just even like as a kid, just seeing him, just kind of gravitated. He's like one of those characters, like oh, he's he can teleport and he can do this thing. And like to me, that was like just the coolest power ever. Um, and he's he's generally nonviolent, yeah. Um, which is you know a lot of a lot of um, you know in the comic world, a lot of these um, X Men and stuff, a lot of a lot of X Men and uh, you know they're they're a little more violent and more willing to fight. So I just really dig his character. I think he's cool. I love the accent. I love the look. So that's why he's my number three. Okay. We'll be hearing about Nightcrawler again, <laughs> too. <laughs> um, before I get into my number three, just want to give some quick shout-outs, honorable mentions here, because I could not. I was telling KB, I said I had four pages of notes. So I started. then I started grouping them together. So my British international characters that are just honorable mentions. First of all, we're talking about international characters. I know who it is. Go ahead. Holmes. Sherlock Holmes? No, but that's a great one. I'm thinking if we're talking international, we need to be talking about the international man of mystery, Austin Powers, (laughs) buddy. I shagged her rotten, baby. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Aunt Kelly, where are you? Right. Uh, Austin Powers. Awesome. Like, you know, it's it's obviously a very metal (laughs) character. You want to talk British people? Mary Poppins. Who hasn't grown up with Mary Poppins? as an awesome, you know, character there. James Bond, as you mentioned. Then I looked at some of, like, the Italian side uh, from uh, comics. The Huntress. Yeah. Helena Bertinelli. And Adon. Don Corleone from The Godfather. Perfect Italian character there. And then we mentioned him earlier in our our tournament, Bane. Bane's an international character growing up in Santa Prisca. Oh, my goodness. Now, all of a sudden, I'm getting like... All these... these Right. Count Dracula. Right. There's tons of characters. Yeah. Yeah. All over. Like horror. Wow. Comic books. You know, any type of genre. They have international characters that you typically gravitate toward. Um, like I said, mine, I have two comics. KB already touched on one, but my number three is Elizabeth Betsy Braddock, also known as Psylocke. Oh, my yeah. God. Psylocke's a good one. So I, I just love this character. You know, She was born and raised in Malden, Essex, England. Uh, she was a mutant with uh, 
telepathic uh, and telekinetic capabilities. Telepathic to start off with. She later yep. gained telekinetic. Um, and basically, uh, she her mind was taken out of her body and put into a ninja assassin. So she went from this British girl to this like Asian girl with a British accent and purple hair, and she's just a badass ninja who turned her psychic power into a psychic blade. That was so cool. And used that to, to kind of like stab and, and mentally stop you know her foes. She also um, now more of the ninja. She can now focus it into other weapons. More recently, she's done katanas with her psychic psychic uh, knife, and she's also created bow and arrows. So now she can fire psychic like blast via a bow and arrow. That's so cool, man. And then when she took uh, the Crimson Dawn, she could blend into the shadows and travel via shadows as well. So she's just again, want to talk about powerful women, badass women. You know, she makes no bones about who she is. She owns what's happened to her, and she's just like, I am who I am. And I'm badass, and I'm powerful, and I'm sexy, and all this stuff, and good for her. And I just, I love, I love that character. I think that character, and I'm not even going to be touching upon the the entire growth as far as you know the different teammates and relationships and just trials and tribulations and story arcs she's been through. But she's been through a lot, and she's still a strong badass character. Yeah, from England. So that's my number three. Moving on to number two. I want to comment on how like my first um like interactions with both of your characters do you guys remember um the x-men arcade game yes mm-hmm. yep nightcrawler was a monster his like special move, yep. like ripping through all the yep. guys i always thought of it like before i really knew about it, i thought he was just ran really fast but it was yeah. Yeah. like the teleporting i thought out. that was really cool and for psylocke um x-men children of the atom yes. for sega genesis amazing game mm-hmm. amazing uh, game i think i had it for sega genesis yeah. she was awesome yeah it was, like the, it was the the second the sequel because the x-men arcade game was good yeah but in the second one i think it's like mojo world or yes. something yeah. yes mm-hmm. yes yeah but um cool game totally love those characters in yeah. that um Number two. Number I two. wish I was like as articulate as this person and trying to tie all this stuff together. It, I'm not from. I'm not. Oh no! I know you're from this. You're from New England. Yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> but um, he's very ferocious and valiant. No, no hints that. Hmm. Ferocious and valiant. Hmm. No. So. V from V from Vendetta very is okay. my very ferocious, valiant, vindictive. Oh, because of the V. V. I get yes. It um. So, I this is I explained to you guys like there's not too much comic book stuff I know. So when it comes when that movie came out, um, I was like V for Vendetta. What's like. I hadn't even seen a preview or anything. I kind of like sat down with my cousin. We're watching this movie. And literally when the movie ended, I was like, oh, we we, we got to watch that again. That was awesome. Yeah. Like the whole... Hugo Weaving? Uh, Isn't yeah. it? Agent, Agent Smith. Smith yeah. yeah. And, uh, oh my God, think of him. Agent mm-hmm. Smith. Uh, he was in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He was, what, like the High Elf or something? Elrond. He's all over the yeah. place. Um, Red Skull. But... um. Sticking to to his character as V, like the mind games he played with Evie to like break her from that fear that she had, like you know I don't know how to explain it, like like sitting on her shoulder all that time. Um, the fight scenes were incredible, but the fact that everything that he was doing was for a purpose, like he was going up against like look it's an overseas movie against like the the London establishment that they have created to put fear in these people's hearts to, like, run their lives. And granted, like, every 
I don't know everybody, but people know that I don't watch the news. Like I feel like the news is flooded with like subliminal messages, messages to like keep you in check. And you feel it has an agenda. It, I do a hundred percent. I feel like it has an agenda. Um, so when they're showing stuff like that in the movie, like how oh the you know, the formerly United States is now in like a terror, like all stuff like that. Like this movie got me on so many different levels that when it was over, I was like, oh, I gotta watch it again in case there was anything I missed. Um, but his character was so cool. The guy Fox mask, uh, that last scene where like he's uh, he's going up against Creedy and Creedy's like, you only got your knives and your karate. We've got guns. And he just cleans house. <laughs> he cleans house, takes them all out with his knives and drops a little bulletproof vest. Yeah. So um, V was just an awesome character for me. Uh, V's my number two. Very cool. Okay. My number two. <clears throat> Um, the Black Widow. That's good. I she she was she was in consideration. Yeah. I'm um, also just to go back to yours too. Uh, Zorro. Zorro. Zorro was making my, the list too. But going back to Black Widow, let's yep. go to Black Widow. So Black Widow, uh, Natasha Romanoff. So Natasha I think that the thing about the Black Widow, I just love the whole um, sleeper cell agent thing. Um, we seen her in the Marvel movies. She kicks so much butt, and now she's a very good. Um, role model for women these days um, in the movies and things like that for kids growing up. Um, just the the red hair, the slim the slim athleticism, uh, the red room, the whole red room story behind her Oof. and training to be an assassin and, and that whole thing. Um, it just really, I mean, if you're defining something international, like an international villain, even though she's not a villain, we think of a sleeper agent. You know, so to me, that's why you know she she has to be on the list because she's probably wh- who's another well-known sleeper agent, if you can think of any in well, just the Winter Soldier, but that's Winter not Soldier, international. but that's but it's also in the same realm. Like right. she even trained, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like so, to me, you know, a sleeper cell agent should be in the you know in the consideration. Um, and like I said, she just kicks so much butt. It's 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 crazy. So and I, I like how the fact that you said she's she's powerful. She yep. can fight. She can hold her own. Yep. She basically. Stands her ground with her opinion. She doesn't. Yep. She doesn't back yeah. off. She doesn't anything. compromise. And despite going through all the brainwashing, right? You know, and, and she's still very feminine at the same time. Yep. And she she basically embraces that part of her too, which is highly intelligent. Okay. Too. Black Widow versus James Bond. <laughs> uh, you know what? I gotta give it to Black Widow. Yeah. James Bond would try to schmooze her and try to be like, you know, <laughs> smack him in the face. Let's go back to my place. And but blah, I mean, blah, blah, blah. the truth of it is, she would probably fake buy into it, and just like any Black Widow's Widow, they. Yep. It. Yep. Boom. Done. Done. Just Very like that. Cool. So again, my number two just ate his number three. So yeah. on to your number two. <laughs> so on to my number two. KB, you already kind of touched upon it, but this character was born in Witzeldorf, Bavaria, the child of Mystique and a mutant demon known as, as Zazel. Zazel. And he grew up in the circus, learned how to fence. Um, his powers, as we talked about, teleportation, bamf. Uh, when he teleports, it smells like brimstone. So yes, it would be a cool power to have, yeah. but it would also be a not a great power to have because you'd be very you'd smell like rotten eggs everywhere you go. And the circus was a perfect cover for him. Correct. But another unknown power, or people don't know he has this power, he can adhere to surfaces kind of like Spider-Man. Yeah. He has he has that capability as well. And as KB mentioned, he's a uh, devout Catholic, despite A, his appearance. He has indigo fur, yellow eyes, prehensile tail, and being the child of Azazel, who yeah. is essentially a strain of uh, devil. Yeah. He's like a demon. He comes from hell, uh, hell dimension. And he's so devoutly Catholic based on his, you know, outside of his, his, uh, 
upbringing or, or, or hereditary portion of being part demon. Like that's that's crazy. I love that character and his just his faith and his, he's also a wisecracker, which is he like a little bit, yeah. Yeah. It, spoiler alert: If you haven't years ago, he died in the comic books. Uh, he's back now, but Wolverine was uh, actually took it took his death pretty hard because. He would say that Nightcrawler is the only one that could really make me laugh. I, I liked, you know, having yeah. him around and, and doing all those little pranks and stuff that he used to do. So, he, you know, he's he's very lighthearted, but he's also very devout, and he's also sticks by his beliefs despite, you know, everything that he where he comes from. And I think that's just a really cool character. Yeah, a lot of um, courage to do that. And he was one of my yeah. favorites as a child. Uh, I remember having the the, the toys, the X Men yeah. animated figures, uh, not the X Men animated figures, but the, just the action figures. When you're young, you With gravitate towards them. It was he looked yeah. really cool. Oh, yeah. He had like yeah. the bendy tail. And it's just an awesome, awesome character. Um, so that's my number two. Moving on to number one, Don. Um, before I say number one, I just I have to give a like my um, my honorable mention. Go for it. Who, she was going to be on the list, but I know if I talk about this person, like if you haven't seen Orphan Black, you would have no idea at all who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But there's a character on the show. She's one of the clones. Her name's Kasima. She's the one working on a cure, like. She's a very hippie chick. She's got, like, dreadlocks, like, glasses. Obviously, they're all twins, but they're all so completely different from each other. There's, like, a, the soccer mom, the one who used to be an alcoholic, um, the one who was, a, I want to call it an escort. I think that's a PC term for it. Yeah, yeah um, that's, that's good. Kasima is by far the coolest one out of all them. Um, she's very... Uh, very hippie like. That's the also best PC way to and say it. I don't it. know if I'm gonna say her her name right. The actress is it Tatiana like Maisley or something. I forget the one who plays everybody. Yeah, she she is an amazing Beth actress to know. be able to do all the different iterations yeah. of that character. Like oh, it's it's a clone. It's a girl that's been cloned yep. multiple times, and each clone has its own personality. For one actress to kind of em- embrace all these different personality traits and different just play each character differently. That's that's talent right there. Too. She is she's an incredible incredible like when you watch it you don't think that it's like remotely cheesy at all. And and I think you actually get the feel that it's even though it looks the, like the exact same girl it feels like it's different people. Yeah, and you see like cool. the the struggles that they're going with on that. It's it's very very nuts, but that uh, I wanted to give uh, that show a shout out. It's like a BBC America show. Mm-hmm. Um and I absolutely love it. I'm looking forward to coming back. But now on to um, my number one. Um, this is, to me, I, I find it a little hilarious. But I am a member of this fandom. And uh, my number one is from House Slytherin. And he is Severus Snape. Nice. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't even think of that. Severus, like, okay, so... I actually I read the first three books and then I kind of gave up on reading the books and just like aggressively watched the movies when they came out, which is it's a big bummer on my end because I should be reading more. But um, when I was reading about Snape, I, I started off hating him. When I'm watching Snape, I'm like hating him, but I'm like, oh, he's such a cool character. But when everything ties together. And you see what Snape was really doing the whole time and who he is as a person and the love that he has for Harry Potter and um, the things that he was willing to do against Voldemort, um, how close him and Dumbledore were. You see what a deep character he is. Like... I watch it, right? Like, now, after, like, everything ties in and I go through and I watch Harry Potter again, I really pay attention to him as a character. Um, He, to me, 
is probably one of the most important characters in that whole series because of sacrifices that he's had to make. Um, all the times that you think he's punishing Harry or being a, a jerk to Harry, he's not. He's actually like trying to prepare Harry for what he has to do and actually prepare himself for what he may have to do. Um, just so deep, like... I don't know. Like I usually stay I usually go all crazy action like nut stuff, but this is this is one where um I knew he had to be number 1 as soon as he came into my mind. Bond got the bump back and I liked V better than I liked Bond, so like Bond just kind of kept bumping back, but I had to mention him. Um I love the Harry Potter franchise. Like I wouldn't want to like throw in all of the different characters. I like Snape the most out of that whole series, but there are tons of excellent characters in that. That's a very well-written book series. They they translated it perfectly into the movies, and uh, that's why that definitely made number one for me. That's perfect. Great pick. Thank you. My number one, I'm going a bit new school. Okay. So Can you go new school in about uh, three minutes? Okay. Miss um, Marvel, Kamala Khan. Nice. So... Interesting thing is there's actually been some stories written about her character recently in like Newsweek and things like that, literally oh. in the past week. Um, with everything going on in the, in the Trump administration, with the banning of Muslims, um, this is a character who is of Muslim origin. Her Ooh. family comes from Pakistan. Her mother and her father, she was, her mother and her father left Pakistan when her mother was four months pregnant with her. So they moved to Jersey City. Um, and long story short, you know, she's just trying to fit in with the American culture and her family has those, those strong, you know, uh, Muslim roots. Um, and basically she gets hit with Terrigen Mist and becomes an inhuman. She can stretch, she can shrink, she can grow, and she also has healing abilities um, and becomes the watchdog of her community. Nice. So here's a Muslim immigrant who is the hero of her community and stopping crime. Um, in fact, a lot of people have, have made photos of her ripping up Trump photos. Yeah. They've also taken a famous cover of, the, I guess it was a cover a long time ago. I, I haven't seen it. I didn't get a chance to look for it. But Captain America punching Hitler in the face. Yeah. They've done one of her punching Donald Trump oh. in the face. Yeah, so we, we, but we don't want to get political. We don't want to get political. We don't want to get political. Let's not open but, that. But let's, what I, I want to emphasize though is the importance of the character in the time. Yeah. It's not to get political now. It's, Captain America was this at this time in the 40s. This character is doing a similar thing now, right now. Right. Um, and the book is fantastic. Like, I, on my trip to Galway, I, I got the hardcover Omnibus, which was like the whole first run, Ooh. like 20 issues. Fantastic read. Like, reminds you of like Spider-Man, like reading early Spider-Man because the character just got their powers. They're a teenager trying to fit into the world. Yeah. It, it's really, really good. And if you haven't checked it out, I know there's a lot of people who are, you know, in our age that are doubting the new Marvel. Definitely check her out. Um, just a fantastic character and um, a character that, like, people kind of need right now. Some people need that character. That's um, so, yeah, so she's definitely uh, my number one. My number one is going to kind of parallel Don's number one in a way. Oh, in a way, wow. In okay. a way. Um, I know KB's already seen it. Have you seen Lost? I have seen Lost. Okay, Lost is my favorite television show of all time. And I was thinking of different characters from here. I was thinking Saeed. I was thinking Charlie Pace. Nobody even came close to I know my who number you're one. Who, who? I, I don't want to ruin it okay. for you. My number one. Begins with the letter D. Yes, his name is <laughs> Desmond David Hume. He was born in Glasgow, Scotland. And there's so much to talk about, but I really want to, like all his backstories were cool, but I want to focus just more on the time on his island, on the island. Yeah. He was sailing around the world to prove, to prove his worth to the woman he loves. 
ended up crashing on the island. He met a man named Kelvin Inman, who also was connected through the backstories to Kate and Saeed. Yep. And he was taken to the Swan Station, a.k.a. the hatch, and he was pushing the button every 108 minutes. He did that for three years until he discovered that Inman was going to try to take off and escape the island because Desmond was the sucker he got to replace him. Yep. He missed pushing the button, which caused 815 to crash on the island. He's eventually The hatch is eventually found by the survivors, uh, and then Desmond to the end of the season, ends up imploding the hatch thinking the button is fake. Yep. Oh, when he that. does, when he turns the failsafe key, he starts, he, he's bombarded by electromagnetic radiation and he starts getting visions of Charlie dying. And he ends up continually going to save him and doing all the things that Charlie would have done and would have died doing, he does it himself so Charlie wouldn't die. But then he had to see the, the whole heart-wrenching emotion of seeing Charlie drown yes. because Charlie didn't want Desmond to take his place for that one. And basically, Charlie gave the message, this is not Penny's boat. And again, I'm, I'm doing very that. high level. Just to, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in here. Um, then he, season four, he boards a freighter sent by Charles Widmore, Penny's father. Uh, eventually re reunites with Penny. And then the man in black comes into play a couple, couple uh, seasons later. And he's used by the man in black due to his um, tolerance for electromagnetism. And he's basically used to try to sink the island. Yeah. And all of this leads to the flash sideways when, on that last season where basically Desmond is responsible for basically awakening the other survivors on where they really are. Yes. And they all have to move on together. But on the island, the island story, I love the use of flashbacks because the, the entire series of Lost dealt with each character's flashbacks except for Desmond. Yeah. Because all of his flashbacks were his mind traveling back in time and his current consciousness in the show going back in time and altering yeah. his past events and i think that's just such a cool it was such a phenomenal show it's a great show um it really was i, I gotta watch it again out, i do want to point out take a look at um flashes before your eyes in season three which is a great episode which kind of deals with desmond's what happened after he turns the fail safe key yeah but possibly the greatest episode in lost history the constant season four where it de deals with desmond being discharged from uh the army. his the army the, the royal scots guard or wh whatever it is and yeah. his mind keeps going back to the island and then his mind from prior to the island ends up in current time and he doesn't recognize anybody and he has to find a constant that exists in both timelines in 1996 and 2004 and of course, it's Penny, and that leads to that. But what do they call it? A token? Um, no, they, they they call it the constant. All right. Yeah, it's just, you got to find your constant. I don't know unless you're referring to something different. But no, no, I'm sorry. No, but I, I just it's a very heart wrenching. The emotion that show was actually used, I think, for Emmy consideration. Yeah. Or or they were using it for some type of award. They were using that specific episode. It's a great episode. Um, definitely check out Lost. I know it gets a lot of flack for its ending. I didn't mind it. I like the ending. Um, I'll get. You know, comments on that, but that's a great episode. Check that out. Uh, Desmond David Hume, amazing character, crazy amounts of character development. So that's that's my number one. So I gotta do Good something stuff. for Beth real quick. Go ahead, Charlie. <laughs> yes, Char well, uh, so his child Charlie or or no. Charlie Pace or Charlie the, the Unicorn. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay. So Charlie bit my finger. Who's Charlie's? What's Charlie's girlfriend's oh, name? Oh, uh, she was played by the girl from Once Upon a Time, Claire. Claire Littleton. Claire. Yeah. So Beth, oh, when Beth was watching, oh, she's, she's commenting right yeah, now. Yeah. She'd always go, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Well, that that's, you picked Charlie. That's a, that's a great great she list. She loved that show. See, we're gonna get along just fine. Yeah. Um. All right. So before. We uh, we f wrap up the show. I want to make mention. So go back earlier. Share this video with your friends because 
the super team, we might be doing a special prize. We're going to let you, anybody who wants to pick a team, you can pick one team from that super team list we just made. Choose them now. Reach out to us on Facebook, on our Facebook page. Send us a message, a Free Your Geek podcast on Facebook, which team you think is going to take it all. If that team wins, whoever chose that team will put your names in a hat. Maybe you'll win one of these pop figures. Maybe we'll go and we'll buy a pop figure and send it up. Maybe we'll go find a figure of the winning team and we'll put those two together and send you that. I don't know what we're going to do yet, but we'll, we'll do a giveaway at some point for something. So share it with your friends. Check that out. Uh, KB, uh, let's, let's talk about some other existential, existential stuff. Uh, that's kind of tough to say, but talk about it. What do we got? Uh, covers of the week. Covers of the week on our Facebook yep. page. Marvel, DC, we do that. Twitter and Instagram yep. for your geek. You, uh, YouTube for your geek. I'm putting the old episodes on YouTube now. Nice. Um, what else we got? We got our Twitch that we're going to eventually do. Anything else you want to plug, Don? Um, uh, Geekasmic, G33KGASMIC. Uh, that's on YouTube, Twitch. Uh, we usually stream uh, Tuesdays Facebook. and Saturdays on Facebook. Uh, me and my buddy Corey, aka Relics Blood, aka Elder Relic, um, aka we do aka he the was, Lumberjack. He was, wow. he, was, he was here two weeks ago. The bloody Lumberjack. <laughs> um, yeah, we're this uh, this Saturday we're gonna be doing uh, the Ghost Recon beta. Tuesday we're gonna be doing Horizon. Uh, yep. KB will be joining us on Tuesday's show. Um, I think that's really it for me. Uh, right, tap man. house, Java house, good food, good drinks. And uh, thank you to our sponsor, Pachico's Furniture. You know, you can see all their specials going on the screen right now. So check them out, too. Uh, you know, been here since day one, helping us out. Yeah, and, and I mean, you want good yeah. quality used furniture, video games, electronics, check they, out they, Pachico's Furniture. They also do moving. If you For moving expenses, you, can, you want professional movers. They're friendly. They're affordable. They're awesome. Check them out. Yeah. And uh, we're going to go out before we hit up the catchphrase. I'll let you guys take care of that. We're going to be go out with the... Uh, what is it, the Galway Street Club? Yep. And uh, this is called Bees Wings. So I'm going to have a little snippet of that as we head out. So thank you all for joining. KB, Don, hit him with our catchphrases. Start your weekend with your geek friends. And get your geek on. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>